Hey guys, Texas Sun here. It's probably the 18th of January for you. This is a regular, regularly scheduled podcast. Uh, I am Texas Slim Podcast. It's growing. I appreciate every one of you from uh, decentralized, basically podcasting all the way over into YouTube. We're leveraging as much as we can. We're going to be building out a lot more content as we move forward. Uh, when we first started this, you know, I wasn't a podcaster. I was uh, some guy that decided he was going to liquidate his life, get to the source of the seed of basically our nutritional starvation in this country and across the world, and we were going to start saving children's lives. Um, as we stepped into this, I've had to learn new skill sets, you know, from podcasting to audio to video capture to everything. I think we're getting there. I think we're basically starting to um you know get into a groove as far as the production of i am texas slim we've gone through a lot of great volunteers that have come through that have given their time talent and treasure as adam always says with uh no agenda adam curry of course there's been so many people that have contributed to the beef initiative into taking the basically the step in the right direction to being part of this mission critical movement that has taken place over you know basically the last three years but really the last 14 months it is growing exponentially uh across the globe uh you know going to australia soon we'll be talking about that in this broadcast hour it's going to be a broadcast hour it's just me and me alone i'm pretty good at this and i get better as we go along i will becoming be more professional as far as the production and the quality of audio and video it's hard uh there's a lot of inputs that come my direction every day of the week i have everything you know from the fear porn to people tagging me and because they're living in a cycle of basically centralized communications media that basically does it's basically positioning within algorithms to keep you afraid keep you full of anxiety there was one that came out this week about the mrna virus uh, vaccinations for cattle it's a non-issue for the beef initiative if you know anything about the beef industry we don't have to participate in that stuff. Most ranchers just bat their eyes and go, whatever. Of course, there's gonna be ranchers that have to because they're part of the global apparatus of the global beef production industry. And so there's a lot of people that have to basically dive deeper into what beef intelligence is. It starts with food intelligence. And I am not gonna get complicated with the intelligence and the information and the education. We need to simplify things up, folks. We need to remember that a new lifestyle, a new nutritional foundation for you and your family starts with shaking a rancher's hand. It's a phrase, it's a call to action. It's something that is has value. It raised me as a person and as a man in West Texas. There's a reason behind that. It's authenticity, it's transparency. It's basically having a conversation with another human being in which we have forgotten as a nation. The division of interpersonal communication skills in this country is laughable. It is its own pandemic epidemic within itself. And so whenever I picked Go Shake a Rancher's Hand, it had deep meaning. Deep meaning to where whenever you see fear porn, centralized media apparatuses, and the people that are basically 
perform of a prohibition against animal protein in this nation and across the world, they can shoot out a headline and everybody goes that shit crazy. Okay, well, how do you eliminate that? Do not participate in that anymore. If you go out and you get your, or I'm, I'm talking West Texas now. If you go out West Texas as a boy, and you go out there and you got your ass kicked, what are you going to do? You're going to pick yourself up. You're either going to go probably kick that dude's ass or you're going to change your behavior in a different way. That's is what the beef initiative is. I am pleading with everybody out there to change your behavior from your audio consumption to your video consumption, to your contextual consumption, to your food consumption. It's a lifestyle. It's an international lifestyle that many, many people are working together across this planet, basically, and we're engineering a new way to have market access to basically strength empowerment through nutrition, through the beef initiative, of course, because I'm from Texas and it has to be cattle and I would not have it any other way because it's the best form of dense animal protein on the planet and the beef initiative has given it to you. And no, there's no chemicals. There's no antibiotics. There never will be. You do not have to worry about it. We will take a stand. We will do what it takes to make sure that we provide the cleanest beef on this planet. And everybody that is participating from producers to consumers, ranchers, whoever you are, you're taking that pledge whenever you come into the beef initiative. Go to our website. What does it say? It says our pledge. We've been authentic and transparent from day one. This is going to be the last time I hopefully I have to talk about it on this podcast, but it seems like everybody still needs to have some clarification. The clarification is the, either the handshake in person or the digital handshake through the beef initiative. That's we've given you options. There are solutions there for the producers to the consumers. We're feeding the nation because we're building out locally and we're broadcasting globally. On that note, we have a new product line. It's called Texas Slim's Cuts. It's going to be at thebeefinitiative.com in our box section. That's where you go to uh, have your beef ordered. What we've done is I've been working with Cole Bolton of KNC Cattle, and we've designed a new product line for you, and it's based on the Cattleman's Feast. The Cattleman's Feast is something that Cole and I basically engineered together, and we've worked with other producers and ranchers of course holy cow because they are our other distribution within the beef initiative at this time we're going to have more and more come through the beef initiative doing subscription boxes on a monthly basis but the originality and the origins of the cattleman's feast has uh, been a year's worth of work and collaboration cole and i thought well we've got to basically eliminate the perception and i'm going to start talking perceptions from here on out the perception that sourcing your beef from your local rancher or through the beef initiative is going to be more expensive. It's not. What I'm going to do this year with education, based education, based on authenticity and transparency and truth in food, is we're going to educate how to be the, the new modern day cattleman in the United States and across this globe. And you're gonna do it by understanding what it takes to have a cattleman's feast. A cattleman's feast is basically going to open up your understanding, your perception of the whole cow. We're going to educate everybody from genetics all the way to your fork, what is involved with 
raising the cow, raising the land, stewarding the land, stewarding the cow to where it gets to you and your family and your children. Hear me out, folks. The Great American Health Initiative in which I basically had a dream to start, a vision, Texas Slim's vision is how I started all this, was to basically create a Great American Health Initiative that is being led by the Great American Rancher. I didn't say the Great American uh, Part-Time Rancher. I didn't say a Great American Northwest Rancher. I didn't say the Great American Texas Rancher. I didn't say the Great American Full-On Regenerative. I said the American Rancher. They go hand in hand. The only way that we're going to save the health of this nation in 2023 and moving forward is by basically getting back to our heritage, to the source of the seed of how we got here. We're going to decentralize the beef industry in a way that they don't see coming. We're going to decentralize market access for you so you can feed your family the way that you want to, not how they're going to tell you that you're going to have to, because that's what they're doing. That's where the fear porn comes in. That's where the propaganda comes in. That's how we got here. We're not thinking like that anymore, folks. What we're doing is we're engineering a new lifestyle. Sometimes I say, better start engineering your own suffering before the suffering gets engineered upon you. Well, that has meaning upon it. But the thing about it, that most people are finding out, especially these days, you know, whenever I say engineer suffering, it's changing behavior, right? Okay. Changing behavior of your consumption model from audio, video to beef. Okay. We've got proof of work. We've got so many solutions that are at the fingertips of every one of you. No matter where you live in the United States, you can access pure, clean food. People say it's too expensive. No, it's not. One thing that we've accomplished, and uh, we've been working with Cole Bolton, and I know Holy Cow Ann and Weldon Warren are doing this as well, is we're de decreasing shipping costs across this nation. Not every state participates in the basically um, the shipping apparatus. Some states are going to be more expensive. Some places are harder to get to. One thing that we're doing, though, hand in hand, as we're shipping beef across this nation, as we are feeding communities, again, we are imploring everybody, let's add some more producers and ranchers into the beef initiative. That requires you. That requires you, the rancher producer, to put your information into the beef initiative. We're decentralized. We're open source. It's up to you guys to build that platform. It's up to you guys to say, I want to basically feed my community, Justin Trammell, right here in the Texas Panhandle. He doesn't want to feed anybody more than a 60-mile radius. Why would he? He's got a small processing center. He provides beef, lamb, uh, pork, and fowl. He processes every one of them. But he is about building local community. Him and I are working hand-in-hand -hand building out local community in the Texas Panhandle. We are surrounded by the commodity cowboy industry. That's how we were all raised. We were raised in the factory farming. And that's perception, once again, those ranchers or producers are not the problem. They are doing and they are basically making a living and they are feeding their families just like you want to. So the Great American Health Initiative is being led by the Great American Rancher. But take note, whenever I say that you have clean beef, nobody will ever be able to sell beef through the beef initiative unless it is clean through the clean processing centers and everything. But what we're going to do is we're going to give an overall basically smorgasbord 
of options for you to be able to choose from. And you are going to choose based on your education, your demographic, your understanding, your needs, your supply and demand that you need to create for your family. And so you can actually feed your children in a better way than 99% of the population of the United States is feeding your children right now. You don't have to worry about anything else. It becomes a way of life. So if you can take up the responsibility, the obligation, the accountability that's saying, I'm going to be a part of the beef initiative because I'm ready to start saving children's lives. It's a 10-year plan here, folks. This first phase of the beef initiative is a 10-year plan. They have a 10-year plan with all this great reset. All the there, there is a global industrial food shift going on right now. Do you understand it? Have you, have you taken the time to really see what's going on? I'll just touch point on a few things. 2017-2018, eight major food corporations across this globe basically consolidated into a one world food group. They have marching orders in 2017 and 2018. Bear obtained Monsanto 2017-2018. They are part of the global industrial food shift. Okay. What does that mean? A global industrial food shift means that they're going to clear it out. They're going to start from the ground up, from processing centers to the chemical labs in which they're creating our food, into the market access, into the lack thereof of market access to pure animal protein. There's a global industrial food shift. Many nations and many governments have signed up. That's what's going to happen, folks. It happened in the 70s, too. Nobody really talks about it, but look at our health. From 1971 to 2023, go do a, a search. Everybody uses Google. Do a search of a beach in Venice in 1969, 1970, and now do a, 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 the same search today on a beach in the United States of America. Tell me there's not a health epidemic going on in this nation. There's many which ways you can track the timeline of these global industrial food shifts from basically, you know, Antel Keys, he's the entry point of understanding the cholesterol lie, the fat free, the, the fat free fiction that we've all been having to live with, the basically the, the pyramid that we all know is a joke. And now they have a new basically chart pyramid. And what is it? I think Lucky Charms is up there before beef people. The supermarket has now become the cartoon world. The convenience store is the new supermarket. The supermarket is the old convenience store. Okay, daunting, isn't it? Yes, it is. Well, what do you do about it? Are you a sovereign individual? Are you an adult? Are you a parent? Are you somebody that's just starting off in this world is understanding what consumption really means? Are you a consumer or are you an exchanger of value? I'm an exchanger of value in everything that I do. Don't always get it right, but that's my intentions every day that I wake up. Whenever it comes to food, it's truth in food. It's the only thing that I believe in. Haven't always been there. We're all part of this. We've all been guilty of it. We're all victims. Everybody likes to be a victim, right? Well, we're not victims. We're really not guilty of anything. Most people have great intentions when it comes to food. Most people want to be healthy, happy, joyous, strong. So how do you get there? Well, Basically, the nutritional apparatus has followed the food apparatus in which we've had to basically function in my whole life. I'm in my 50s of generational X, feeling kind of in my 20s these days, though. But anyways, that's because of food intelligence. It's because of beef intelligence. You can do the same thing. Everything that I've basically put together, everything that our guest writers, everybody that's operating within the beef initiative right now from the volunteers 
to the ranchers, producers themselves, the pioneer ranchers that came in, Cole Bolton, Jason Rick, Justin Trammell, Holy Cow Beef, all of them, we're all coordinating together and we're inviting you to come along. You guys, are you, how, many, how much on, uh, are you gonna be on social media today? How many emails are you gonna check today? How many texts are you gonna send today? How many phone calls, nobody talks on the phone anymore except me, I'm always talking on the phone, that's all I do. It's, I don't know, it's who I am. But anyways, I don't like really doing all that other stuff that much, but I have to do it. And that's part of this podcast. It's part of the production. I'm a podcaster now. Guess what? We're going to get basically into a production mode of uh, content this year that will be something. It will be basically a new beef media channel. Nobody's doing it. I'm going to do it. And we're going to get busy doing it. So, you know me, if I say I'm gonna do something, I usually do it. So we're working, we're improving, we're getting better. Are you gonna do the same? Are you gonna take that obligation? Are you gonna engineer your own suffering? It's not folks. I'm living a very fantastic life right now. In this shop three years ago, I got busted up. It was a metal thing. It was, uh, it's trying to use force. Force basically leverage itself into me. It got hit right in here, broke some ribs basically ruptured a portal vein, didn't know it, kidney shut down, they gave me six weeks, finally found it out, lots of poking, prodding, draining of my abdomen, it all, you know, it all happened, I had to look at myself, I had to look at the source of the seed of where I came from, who I was, it wasn't anything that was nefarious, it was life, such as life, correct, well, most people in this world right now are suffering life, well, how are you going to basically engineer the suffering? Are you going to do it yourself? Are you going to basically navigate through a system that has become nefarious or whatever it is? It's not healthy. It's something that I don't really want to participate. It, it's not something that makes me feel good. I do not feel good whenever I eat industrial food and it does taste good. It feels empty. It feels shallow. It feels like it has a lack of spirit because it does. I've seen people's lives change. I get tens to hundreds of emails every month on people telling me how basically this consumption model of getting back to truth in food has changed their life, how it's changed their family, how it basically has engineered a new lifestyle, how they start thinking differently, how they start basically having different relationships Handshake, did y'all hear me say that before? Handshake, it leads to magical things. We're not making a lot of money in the beef initiative, are we? I don't know, are we? It doesn't really matter. It's not about money, it's about value, folks. This is about value. We're basically creating pillars of strength in you, the individual, in the ranching communities, in the ranch, ranches themselves, the land, the soil, everything that was given to us. We're gonna do it with responsibility. We're gonna bring heritage back into everybody's lives. We're gonna bring history. I'm gonna start talking about Texas history and the Texas cattle drives. I'm a historian. I grew up two blocks from Panhandle Plains Museum in Canyon, Texas. It was my babysitter. I know about the Comanche Wars. Do you know that that was the longest running war in United States history? There's so much to uncover where we can look back, reflect back, and see where we came from. I'm very proud of where I came from. You know, West Texas, Yano Estacado, the Caprock, 
the desert high plains. A lot of people don't like it, but guess what? A lot of people are moving here now because they can't afford to live anywhere else. We've always had low cost. Uh, we have poverty here. We have a lot of wind, but we have the best sunsets and sun, sunrises in the world. That's what everybody says around here. And actually I believe it. I left home when I was 19 because our small town, Texas had been destroyed by the basically the manipulation and the asset reallocation that happened within farmlands in the United States in the 80s. I left, I left Canaan, Texas for Austin, Texas. 19 years old, ended up in Austin on 6th Street with $125 in my pocket. I'm back home and I wanna be here. My boy is here, he's 18 years old. When he was four and he started saying dad, dad for the first time, I said, I'm gonna take you around the world. Well, we're about to go around the world. We're going to go to Australia. We're going to go to Thailand. We're going to go to any country that we have to, to basically spread this food intelligence. I'm taking my boy with me, okay, to Australia. And here we are talking about saving children's lives. Well, why is Texas Slim on this freaking worldwide tour vacation out there having fun? Well, it's part of the lifestyle. I'm taking Finley Day with me because you know what? Because he's gonna start learning a new form of food intelligence that his generation has been basically kept away from in the dark. I've been telling him ever since COVID, this is how you need to look at things. He has done well. Well, it's his chance to learn as that generation, he will start spreading the words. Are you, are you recruiting your children to do the same? Are you thinking of things like this? Are you thinking of how I think every day? Or are you still basically that text, that email, that social media, that like? Is it about empowerment or is it about fear porn? What is it? Is it about propaganda or is it about solutions? I refuse to involve my life, my mind space in anything else except if it's based on a solution. It's very easy to know what the issues are right now in our society and across this globe. It's obvious. You find out within five minutes if there's a major issue. You find out within a day if it's propaganda or if it's not. Usually most of people can't even repeat what they spent five to six hours on two days ago and what their consumption model was from food to audio to video. So what I'm doing is I'm basically engineering a lifestyle. We're gonna take it global, but we're building out locally. Here in Canyon, Texas, we are going to have the world headquarters of the beef initiatives. I am going to have a production studio. It's not there yet. I don't have the funds, but we'll get there. But what we're going to do is I'm going to hopefully obtain something close enough to the county square where it'll have be a historical office. It'll be the headquarters of the beef initiative. Did y'all know? I'm going to tell you a story, dang it. All right, here we go. We're going to break into a story here. You know me, I like telling stories. When I was a young boy, I, I lived on a place, it was 7th seven, Avenue, right on the outskirts of Canyon. You could be basically on the highway, we call it Paladuro Highway. Paladuro is the second largest canyon in the United States. Okay. So my dad was a master electrician. Well, Paladoro Canyon. I have Panhandle Plains Museum. I have Paladoro Canyon. Paladoro Canyon was my playground as well. I used to ride horses all the time out in Paladoro Canyon. They have a play called Texas. Did you know that? Look it up. Paladoro Canyon, the play Texas. It's pretty cool. But anyways, many, many camping, hiking, everything that a young boy does, riding horses through a canyon. You know what Paladoro Canyon is? It was one of the last battles, basically, that we had with the Comanches, Juana Parker. Okay, all kinds of 
good history, you know, whenever I was being raised here in West Texas, Texas history, cattle history, Comanche war history, everything there is. Well, I'm gonna bring the headquarters basically to Canyon, Texas. There's already tourism coming. People are moving here. They're putting up housing divisions that used to be grasslands. Do you see an issue there, folks? Okay, well, if they're going to do this, if we're going to expand our market research and saying that Canyon, Texas is actually a good place to be a tourist, well, then we're going to give you something to sink your teeth into. We're going to do stuff like Texas Slim's Burgers. We're going to do like a Cattleman Feast Summit. We're going to basically have a production studio. Maybe it's an office on the county square. And the first big wall is one big old pane glass window. And I'm going to get Wolfman Jack with our production. We're going to be broadcasting globally, but we're building out locally. Everybody has the opportunity to do this. Everybody. Everybody across this nation. Everybody across this world. Have y'all, did y'all see Jacob Wolke's podcast that I did? It came out hopefully today. Today is Sunday, by the way. Anyways, Australia, first generational rancher. Him and Jason Rick, man, they have a lot in common. Guess what? They're talking with each other. They're sharing information. They're saying how we do these things with the cattle. J uh, Jacob does a, a breed of cattle called a Nungi. It's uh, basically N-U-N-G-I, fascinating breed. Well, Jason, he does Angus. So does basically Poe Bolton. So does Ann and Weldon Warren. What we're doing is we're basically building out a form of beef intelligence that I've never seen before. And I'm going to be bringing it all the way back to the Texas Panhandle. Do you know I live close to the Route 66? Do you know I drove 60,000 miles in 2022? You know, I've seen this country, folks. Most of this country right now, and this is not being hyperbolic, whatever the word you want to use. It ain't bullshit. But what's going on is that we are living in a food desert. I've seen it across this nation. I've seen children suffering. I've seen the poverty. I've seen the nutritional starvation in adults, in parents, and in children. And our adult, our adult educated consumption model is killing children. A third of the, uh, the world's most impoverished children live in India. Okay, that's based on a lack of financial means. India really has some fascinating food. They have battled the monocropping, the big grain and chemical companies through generations. In the last several years, I have many, 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 many producers in India committing suicide because they're trying to introduce chemicals and GMO grains into the food system within India. A third of the world's population of children live in India that are impoverished. Okay, I ask you, what is poverty? What is poverty? Poverty is nutritional starvation, folks. What is nutritional starvation? Poverty. Okay, within the United States, as we speak right now, we have engineered a new layer of poverty. Across the board, and the ones that are suffering from it the most are our children. They are powerless. You think about a five-year-old boy or girl that has had nothing but market access to Dollar General, convenience stores, maybe a Walmart. That's the only thing they've ever known plus the public school systems, which have failed us since the 70s. Okay, that's all the market access they have to nutrition. Guess what? That's poverty. Doesn't matter 
what their financial means are. Okay, now let's look at nutritional starvation as poverty. Okay, nutritional starvation is the reason poverty happens. Within this power, powerlessness of our children, that child, hey, maybe his parents are middle class. Maybe they have some money. Guess what? That child's still consuming everything. That consumption model usually is convenience stores. It is the cartoon world that is the supermarket. How many, how many 12-year-olds you know how to cook their own hamburgers? How many? None. None. Zero. It's because they're not being educated, because they're following an adult educated consumption model that is now killing our children. Fatty liver disease, metabolical failures, BMI changing the obesity chart because uh, children are getting too big. So now they just move the target. What about this new report that came out last week that they're going to start doing surgery for childhood obesity? Instead of really looking at nutrition and their consumption model when it comes to food, they're going to go ahead and put kids under the knife now. Isn't that just wonderful? Don't you feel like a proud American? This is where we've come. This is where we are. This is where we stand. It's not fun. It's not easy. It's hard for me to look at every day. I see way deep into what's going on with our basically this global industrial food shift and our new layer of poverty that is now being caused by nutritional starvation. We have all the means in the world not to have to participate in this. We have all the producers. We have all the cows. Do you know all the cows in the United States of America? We have 92, 94 million. Do you know how many families that feeds? Do you know actually how many people that would feed? We don't need more cows, folks. What we need is market access to those cows. The market access to those cows have been stolen from us by the multinational packers and processors. It's not the rancher's fault. It's not the producer's fault. They're basically trying to survive. But what has happened is that all of the abundance, abundance of beef in this nation is now being sold overseas to the highest bidders. You get last dibs to it, just like the stock market. Do you really think that if there's a startup company out there like Facebook and they're going to give you stocks or access to those stocks? Nope. Do you think if you got and we do produce the best beef in the world, do you think you in your community is going to have first option to that beef? Nope. You're going to be the last one. You're going to get that beef that's being grown in Australia, Brazil, Africa, and all these other countries. Perspective, folks, perspective. We have to change our market access. The only way we change market access is by our consumer demand. That means you. We will still continue to basically steal the nutrition from our children. We will still continue to basically put them on a downward slope and for their time on this planet, in their lifetimes, if we continue to entertain, to validate the consumer demand that which got us here. Not a judgment, but it's time to wake up. This is mission critical. We're getting 100,000 people to my Substack. Let's get a million people on this podcast. Joe Rogan, where are you? You seem to be confused sometimes. I'm calling you out. You've got a lot of people on your damn podcast that talk about, well, I don't really have, the, we've got the answers. It's basically building out locally, replicating your successes across this globe. This is how this works. 
It's not about scaling. Scaling is what got us here, folks. That is the danger. We're not going to build out linear. We're going to go deep. We're going to get vertical way down deep in the ground and get those minerals that those bison used to right here in the grasslands of the Texas Panhandle. Think about that. Some of those root systems on those prairie grasses back then, they were six feet long. Now they're a couple inches. What is the reason behind that, folks? It's because we've killed our soil. We've depleted the minerals and the vitamins that your children need. We can reverse that. We can reverse it by changing our consumer demand and performing a form of beef intelligence that this world has never seen. We have the means, we have the technology, we have the communication apparatuses. We have the willpower, we have the intentions, we have the heart, we have the mind, we have the spirit, do we? I'm challenging you. I'm challenging everybody that has ever seen my podcast. It's mission critical. This is my life's work. We're, getting, we're just now getting started. I've been at this for three years. Damn near died because of an accident that happened here. Everybody's got a story. Everybody wants to start over. Everybody wants to reset their basically nutritional value. Everybody's, there's a, there's, a, there's a form of awareness that is traveling across this world right now. We're gonna seize the day. We're gonna turn basically an international lifestyle that nobody sees coming into a form of yearning as much as people are basically entertaining the circle jerk of fear porn. We're not gonna participate anymore. We're gonna circumvent around it. I've got some notes here. I'll be looking down. I'm trying to be good with looking in the camera. It's kind of hard. But anyways, I'll be taking this tank top to Australia. I got another one that I'll wear next week. It's Australian beef initiative. It's pretty cool. I am Texas Slim. I am Texas Slim. Are you? Everybody's got a story. What's your story? I want people on this podcast moving forward that's going to have victories, how they change their consumption model, how they change their consumer demand, how they save their life, how they save their children's lives. Sean at beefinitiative.com. Email her. She's an operator. She saved a lot of damn lives. You're going to be hearing a lot more from her as well. But anyways, we want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. This is an open source collaboration. Everybody's got a part to play. That means you. Remember, I was talking about how many times did you text today? How many times did you retweet today? How many times did you share something? How many, how many emails did you send off to your family members today? What is it that makes you say this is value, that this is something that everybody needs to? Are you afraid? What is it? What is it keeping you from getting 10 people to subscribe to our Substack? 10 people to come and subscribe to this podcast through either podcasting 2.0 or YouTube. What is it that is stopping you from doing that? Take a step back. Think. Pause. What are your intentions? Where's your accountability mirror? Everybody has to answer, folks. I had to. But I'm coming roaring back. You can too. So can our children. So can our nation. It's going to be through food. It's not through missiles. It's not through politicians. It's not through the government. It's grassroots, folks. And that's the beautiful thing about it. Three years ago, yeah, I've been around the world many times. Not many of these that was an embellishment. Sorry about that. I've been around the world a couple of times. It's a fascinating journey. Traveling is hard. It's not all freaking cruise lines and all the crap you get on freaking digital media. It's tough, man. You got to really be accountable every day. Sometimes you don't know where you're going to use the restroom next. You don't know where you're going to eat next. But what we've found out 
throughout these last three years, I wasn't thinking I was going to Australia. I was hoping to go back to Thailand before COVID hit, but then COVID hit, and we know what happened with that. But what we've got going on here, folks, I didn't know I was gonna be sitting here. You're sitting there right now. You don't know where you're gonna be. You know how it started? Me diving deep into food intelligence, saying screw everything else. I, I literally liquidated. I had a house. It was in a historical area in Amarillo, Texas. I was going to redo it. It was a lot of things that happened where I said, man, I'm getting rid of this. I'm liquidating my life. Not everybody can do that, but I am willing to do it. I have done it. I'm happier now than I've ever been. I basically have more health than I ever have. I never was really that unhealthy except for doing the stupid cowboy shit from drinking to partying to eating crap food whenever you could and all that kind of good stuff. Y'all ever hear basically a true West Texan talk? <laughs> I want to have to do that. But going back to that story of Paladora Canyon, what that means is I'm getting back to my roots, folks. And I spent many a time out there. I've sat on the ridge of that canyon and I've dreamt. And I've envisioned, and now I put, place myself out on top of that ridge of that canyon, and I see a new horizon. I see a horizon that nobody's ever seen before. And with these travels, I will burn the boats. Y'all ever heard that phrase? Burn the boats, folks. Don't look back. It's time to get moving. I've burnt the boats. I sat out there on that ridge. I got a picture. I posted it every once in a while. It's me sitting there in my cowboy boots. That day I said, there's a new horizon. Right now your horizon, the path that's been wide, it's been destructive to get here, the gateway, it's not that narrow, but a lot of people don't see it. A lot of people can't hear it. The gateway is narrow, but it's strong. It's welcoming. It's the beef initiative. It's as simple as that. Go down there, go down the rabbit hole of the beef initiative, the beef intelligence that we're gonna bring to you, the education um, slash market analysis. We're gonna show you what all these people across this nation, how they're basically manipulating you whenever it comes to basically consumers. You know, there's a lot of things that are nefarious in the beef industry. It's not the producers doing this. It's the people that control what the producers have provided. And that's up to you to understand that. The type of marketing that goes on with beef, the type of lack of access to good marketing for local producers that are smaller. A farmer rancher does not have the time to be a digital guru. And we live in a digital world. They get shut out. That's the reason you can't hear them. In 2022, we opened up a lot of gates across this nation when it came to ranchers, many different types of gates, of course. In 2023, we're going to open up a thousand, thousands more gates, but you've got to participate. This is a collaboration. We have our foundation with Jason Rick, the I Am Texas Slim Foundation. It is a trust. It is a nonprofit foundational trust that basically gives grants to the great American rancher producer. Jason Rick is the first one. Just spoke to him last week. Y'all know he broke his arm. Y'all saw that podcast, didn't you? But anyway, no, it wasn't a podcast. It was Substack. So if you're strapped to the Substack, you'd have seen that Jason broke his arm. He got kicked by a heifer. Anyways, 
he's doing something right now that is so fun to talk about. And the reason he's doing it is because he's going to open up his gates to his ranch. He's going to give market access to what he does and how he does it. He's going to educate your children. So put your money where your lifestyle is going to be. Your lifestyle is going to be close to the person who lives and dies to feed you. That is Jason Rick. He's the inaugural rancher producer that gets this grant. You give back, pay it forward. It's in Colorado. Have you ever seen that valley that he lives in? Oh my gosh. Talk about a vacation. Talk about you want to go glamping. You want to go learn about regenerative farming and ranching? Get ready. Jason's going to open up his gate. Paul Bolton's going to open up his gates. Justin Trammell's going to open up his gates. Holy cow's going to jump up, open up his gate. Scott was taking far. I can go on and on. Once again, man, so many ranchers, producers, I cannot tell you all of them. Texas Slims Cuts, the Cattleman's Feast Selection. Texas Slims Cuts. When I first started this, I said, I'm going to become the Jimmy Dean of beef. Okay, bear with me here, folks. What does that mean? Who the hell's Jimmy Dean? Jimmy Dean was a dude. He was a guy. He was a cowboy. He was a West Texas guy. He, he was kind of an actor, a little bit of a singer, has a really bad song that did really well. But anyways, he, he came from Plainview, Texas, up here in the Panhandle. He sold sausage, breakfast sausage. Everybody around here ate Jimmy Dean sausage. That's how he started. Small hog farm, whatever. He had partners. You know, that was the Jimmy Dean brand. Well, basically, those multinational food corporations I told you about, 2017, 2018, all that kind of stuff, well, they bought Jimmy Dean. And they trademarked Jimmy Dean in a way that multinational corporations do. Well, you know, those trademarks, what you can do with those trademarks is you can brand them. You can basically marketing, advertising, place a product underneath them, and they do well. I mean, everybody knows Jimmy Dean, right, for the most part, I guess. I don't know, but he's got a lot of stuff in the freezer section now uh, in which these multinational food corporations sell to you and your family. Their bowls are based on convenience. Well, most of those bowls now, Jimmy Dean sausage and eggs and all that kind of stuff, well, they're poison. They've got tons of seed oils. They've got high fructose corn syrup in them. They've got everything that basically these multinational food corporations do, which is they leverage fake commodities and they engineer them out of rapeseed, which is a weed. It is poisonous. And they say, hey, you're going to eat this because it's fat free. You're going to cut down on your fat. They're going to say it's heart healthy. Well, once again, the deception. Anyways, going back to Jimmy Dean. Jimmy Dean basically is a brand. Well, Texas Slim's Cuts is a brand. And what we're going to do is we're going to work with every producer across the United States, the very first producer that we're working with. And I'm honored to say is, of course, Cole Bolton of KNC Cattle, some of the best beef on the planet. I will say that till the cows come home. So is everybody else is in Jason Rick, Holy Cow Beef, some of the best beef on the planet. It's not a competition, folks. And that's what we're going to let everybody see. Texas Slim's Cuts is a form of basically branding a new form of beef line across the United States and across the world. What we're gonna do with Texas Slim's Cuts is we are going to introduce the Cattleman's Feast. It's a selection for you, the family, for you, the mother, for you, the grandmother, for you, the father, for you, the independent person, man or woman, whoever it is, now you can start acting like a Cattleman. Now you can have a Cattleman's Feast. 
we're going to get you back pointed at the market access to pure, basically animal protein that's going to save your life. It's going to save your spirit. It's going to save your humor. It's going to save your yearning to go out there and travel around the world. It's going to, you're going to see that I go over to Australia. You're going to see people say, man, I would love to travel over there. And maybe Jake, Jacob over there at Wolfie Farms in Australia, he's going to say, hey, come visit my farm. And you're going to go, I'm going to Australia. I'm going to go hang out. Go hang out on the beach. Maybe I'll go diving up there in Brisbane at the Great Barrier Reef. I'll be doing that. So there's a lot of stuff that I'm sending to you guys. Texas Slim's Cuts is a trademark brand, in which what we're going to do is we're going to sell beef across this globe. But we require your participation, your trust, your honesty. We're authentic. We're transparent. We're here to serve you. I'm here to serve. You never receive unless you first give. I'm doing my part, folks. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. Tell me what you need more of. You need more beef education? Well, we're bringing it. We're bringing the cuts of the cow. We're going to have all kinds of new boxes coming out. The first three boxes, I think one of them was a Texian uh, charcoal flamer box. One was called uh, low and slow box. Um, so go to the Beef Initiative website right now and go get you a box. They're about $140 a piece. The weights are about the same as our more expensive boxes. But what are we doing? Well, we've decreased our shipping thanks to Cole Bolton and Holy Cow Beef. Not everybody's going to get discounted shipping, but we're getting there. Majority of people right now, 30% lower from where we were. We have no control of that. We look at the algorithms. We play the game. It's the shipping czars, you know. Those are the ones that are basically in charge of shipping. But we're getting there. And we're going to get to where every one of you have access to a local producer. That's what we want most. Until the meantime, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to feed the nation. Texas Slim's Cuts, Cattlemen's Feast Selections. They're affordable. They're pure animal protein. They're going to create conversation. What are you doing? How are you cooking them? Where's your pictures? Where's your retweet? Where's your intentionality? When are you going to be proud of to say, I have market access to the best food on the planet and I'm going to let everybody know about it? When is that going to happen for you, the sovereign individual, the one that wants to feed their children? I'm going to read some notes here, okay? I don't even know how long this has been going, but it's been going. So, uh, blah, 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 Texas Cuts, yep, we got that one. Yep, we got a link coming your way. Um, you know, one thing that is really kind of needed these days is uh, to help you guys. And we had to get a lot of followers before we did this. But what we're going to do, especially with the ranchers, and Sean is amazing, the analytics that she's doing, as far as, you know, we're going to start performing a lot of consumer education. We're going to really uncover the deceptions and the propaganda in a way that most people won't because it hits their bottom line. They're not going to tell you it's like, hey, we're out here supporting the American regenerative farmer and rancher, but 80 percent of our beef comes from Australia. Hmm, really? Wonder who that is. Well, I'm not going to name any names because I don't have to. You're going to find that out on your own because you're going to basically get consumer educated we're going to do market analysis we're going to let you know why basically certain things pop up on your 
feed there and say, and how deceptive all the wording and marketing and advertising is. Heart healthy? Oh, really? Yeah. Grass-fed? Hey, man, every cow's grass-fed. <laughs> Get to the source of the seed of that cow. That's by shaking your rancher's hand or going through the gateway of what? Did I say it? Beef initiative. Right there. It's so simple, it's complicated, folks. If you have ears to hear and eyes to see, you will now actually change your life in a way that you did not see coming you didn't see it coming i didn't see it coming hell i thought i was dead i made a promise with old jesus and like i've said i'm not a religious guy i hate organized religion i don't like the dogma i don't like all that arguing of which denomination you are and all that kind of see that's what they did they did that to food too and I just get to the source. I just think that Jesus Christ was the baddest damn outlaw that ever existed. And I'm going to act like, and I ask him, Hey, am I doing this right? Am I doing it right? And then I talk to Buddha too. Buddha's cool. I'm going to go over to Thailand. I'm going to, I'm going to meditate deeper. Y'all know I do morning breathing. Okay, I've been doing breathing for many, many years, but I really, I really got deep into it. I do meditation. I have no problem telling somebody, meditation works you know when you're driving down the road and you can't remember those last 15 miles sometimes hmm? where you were meditating it's all it is folks it's clear in the mind i use deep breathing and it's fascinating but anyways i can hold my breath for over four minutes now i'm going for five so whenever i go over to australia the great barrier reef i'm gonna try to hold my breath underwater because i want to do fresh breath air diving without tanks it's one of my goals in life. So I'm going to do holding my breath. Well, you do stuff like that whenever you get healthy, basically with a consumption model that is your audio, video, and your food. So I'm going to be holding my breath underwater in the ocean, Great Barrier Reef, looking at all this pretty stuff. And I'm going to do it over in the Andaman Sea. Then I'm going to do it in the South China Sea because that's what you have Thailand. You have Andaman Sea, then you have South China Sea, the Gulf of Thailand. Look at the map. We're going to be up at Chiang Mai. We're going to be in Shanghai. We're going to be down in Koh Samoy. We're going to be all over. But we're also going to be all over the east coast of Australia. And then hopefully we'll go over to the west coast. Australia is huge. It's about the same size as the United States. Think about that. It's not a little island. It's a big island. So we're going to uh, basically be healthy on the road. Everybody can do it. I'll be bringing out selections where you can actually, anywhere you go in this world, you can have a consumption model that keeps you living the international lifestyle. That's what this is about. That's the consumer education that you need to where anywhere you are. Do you know they don't have uh, words like organic and grass-fed in Thailand? Hmm, they just have good food. And I'm gonna show my son, basically, hey son, this is food intelligence that your generation is gonna need. You are gonna pioneer a new understanding. You are now being recruited to basically be a steward of saving children's lives, saving your own life. So you can have a fantastic relationship one of these days, have children of your own, and you can basically continue the legacy of Texas Slim's cuts. Folks, I'm a common man, poor. <laughs> we grew up poor, man. Look at this shed. You know, have y'all understood? It's a poor man shed. I've worked in this shed for over 30 years. I do metal work. I do all kinds of stuff. It's kind of my thing. I've held my breath out here. I've come back to life out here. 
you can come back to life. You can be the parent that child deserves. Children are powerless. They are powerless. Children are powerless. Let's quit feeding them poison. Take a stand. I'm going to keep on harping. If you don't like me doing this for the next year or the next 10 years, you can tune me out. Before you tune me out, share it. Say, hey, you might like this dude. He's a poor boy from West Texas. <clears throat> he gets choked up. He's kind of a smart ass, but he's authentic. And I think he's really, really trying to save children's lives. Talk to your churches. Talk to your high school coaches. Talk to your community leaders. Talk to everybody. We're having microsomes across the globe. Why isn't everybody watching what's going on in Australia? We're going to stream content back to you. Why is that not the entertainment that you're looking at every day? What is it that's stopping you from changing your, consumer, your con consumption model of your audio and video? Let us know. Let us know what you need. We want to provide. I'm here to serve you. Our team is here to serve you. Everybody on this tour to Australia is here to serve you. My son is here to serve you. Everybody is here to bring a new form of food intelligence that's based on beef intelligence that this world has never seen before. Cole Bolton and I, we've engineered a new product line. Go check it out. Texas Slim's Cut, Cattleman's Feast Selections. What else we got? We need 100,000 subscribers, folks. We need it in the Substack. We bring you music. We bring you an article from guest writers. We bring you basically uh, updates. We bring you affiliations. Uh, we've got uh, Faro skin products. We have Clara and Fritz skin products. You guys want to promote your product through the Beef Initiative? Contact Sean at beefinitiative.com. Uh, we've got partnerships with Oshi with uh, Bitcoin. We've got uh, Ibex, basically. Uh, they're in the Bitcoin space. We're te our technology stack will be doing more and more education through Bitcoin. But first, we're going to educate on food intelligence based on beef intelligence that leads into Bitcoin. Remember that. We're, we don't have to shield Bitcoin. It comes. It comes after people have re-engineered their lifestyles with a new consumer demand and a new consumption model. If you wanna be presented on the Substack, if you want me to bring up your product or service, you wanna reach out to me and have a basically discussion to a partnership that we can affiliate together. Uh, we have Crowd Health. Uh, Crowd Health, gosh, have you guys seen that? Crowd Health, sign up for Crowd Health. They've been a, a sponsorship with us. They've uh, basically been a partner with us. We're gonna grow it after I get back from Australia. We'll be talking more about that. So much to say today, folks. Um, it is Sunday. Today, today is Wednesday for you. We're flying to LA on the 4th of January. We're going to have a podcast. Uh, Sean and I are going to do a podcast. We're going to start bringing basically more education to you. Uh, we're going to basically bring some market analysis back to you. We're performing market analysis. You know, I am a kind of a deep researcher 
analytical type of guy. That's how all this start, started with the, the harvest of deception. And what we're going to do is we're going to get really deep into basically market analysis when it comes to beef and consumers and providers of that beef in the United States. Uh, we're just going to tell the facts. We're not going to make up a bunch of fear porn stories about anything. We're just going to let you know. It's like, did you did you know that this is how this is done? Did you know that's why you're actually been whatever consuming that product for this long? Anyways, we're going to bring a lot of intelligence to you. Um, just reflection. We are the Yellowstone folks. Number one TV show in the United States. The Beef Initiative is Yellowstone. We're saving the great American rancher. I, right now, I have no problem telling you right now, I'm basically going to be the Jimmy Dean of beef with every producer across this nation that wants to do the same. Jimmy Dean has 272 trademarks when it came to that brand. And basically, they're called specimens of that trademark. That is basically a lot of deception within the multinational food industry. That many trademarks over a food product that is basically unhealthy at this day. It wasn't always like that. We're going to play the same game that they play. We're going to do it better. We're going to do it with truth in food. We're going to do it with authenticity. That's what this Texas Slims Cuts beef line's about. Cobalt and KNC cattle working together. We have a clean processing center. You know that, right? Hometown Meats. He's basically, guess what? Cole's got sausage now. He's got bacon now. Did y'all know Holy Cow had sausage too? Not for sure if they have bacon yet. I can't remember. But anyways, we have all the selections you need. But what we're going to do is we're going to turn this new beef line, Texas Slim's Cuts, into an international household name. And you guys are going to be leading that through your consumption model and your consumer demand. Let us know how we can improve it. If you don't have access to it, let us know. We are going to get it to you. I will be coming back from Australia this year. We will be having micro summits across this globe. We will be having micro summits across basically the United States. May 5th, uh, Prairie Grove, Arkansas. Todd Wheel, Wheel Ranches. He came to almost every summit that we had. I said, you wanna have a micro summit? Him and a couple of people in his community basically restored a grain mill there in Prairie Grove. Look it up, Prairie Grove, Arkansas grain mill. They restored that. We're gonna have a micro summit there. I want everybody in Arkansas. I talked to Brooke Miller the other day. We're gonna to try to have a micro summit up in his place in Shenandoah Valley in Virginia. Guys, the micro summits are opening up. Whenever I'm on that plane to Australia, that 18 hour plane ride to Australia, guess what? There's gonna be a link on the Beef Initiative platform. You get to go and say, I wanna have a micro summit. Fill out the type form, tell us your why, tell us what you're gonna do, what is your philosophy around building community? We'll work together. We're gonna to get these micro summits. We're building nodes, folks nodes across the planet. I talked to Princey the other day, Daniel Prince of Once Bitten uh, podcast. Look it up. Daniel Prince, Once Bitten podcast. Did a podcast with him. He was the first one that invited me on a podcast ever. He lives in France right now. I think we're going to France. Okay, we have Indican. 
He's in Nigeria. He is a basically a rancher in Nigeria. You want to talk about prohibition. You want to talk about poverty. Well, him and a group of ranchers over there want the beef initiative in Nigeria. We're looking at June or July. We're going across the world, folks. Are you coming along? I'm going to be getting a lot of miles. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to say, all right, here we go. I'm making a stand. I've been waiting forever to say this. You know, dealerships across this United States, I need a new truck. I don't have a problem. I, I showed what I'll do in a truck. 62,000 miles in 2022 across this nation. It wasn't out there to LARP into an influential uh, podcasting space. What I did is I went out there on reconnaissance. I could have stopped and done a lot of podcasts, do all this kind of stuff, but I had to go out there and discover this nation again, and I did it. And we're living and we're stacking a new form of poverty, okay? I need a new truck. What I'm going to do as we open up these gates across the United States in 2023, I'm going to be doing ranch tours. I'm going to become a professional content deliverer to you. Y'all ever seen Texas Country Reporter? Y'all ever heard of uh, Baxter Black? Y'all ever heard of, you know, colorful dudes? Well, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to get a new truck and I need a dealership. I need somebody who wants to basically help donate a pickup truck to the Beef Initiative and the I Am Texas Slim Foundation because we're saving children's lives. I want to partner up with a dealership across this nation who wants to basically allow me to drive a vehicle, a pickup truck. It's either got to be a Ford Raptor or a Dually. We won't, we're going to go streaming across this nation. And what I want to do is I want to wrap it and I want to basically let the whole United States know who you are. You a good dealer? You want some more customers? It's hard to find good vehicles this time and this prohibition of our, basically our movement and our freedom of food and transportation. So if there's a dealer out there that you wanna entertain the thought of working with me, well, email us, find me, get me on Twitter. I don't know, tag me, shoot an email to Sean at beefinitiative.com. Do it. Let's get this going. I will have a new pickup truck. It will say Beef Initiative and Texas Slim all over it. And will I have your logo on it? I don't know. We're asking for sponsorships this year. We're going to have events. We're going to spread the cattlemen's feast across this globe. There are no borders. There's no price point that we can't overcome because this is the best affordable and the most nutritious way to feed a nation, <clears throat> to feed your children, and to help, once again, show how the world, parts of it is already feeding itself. You're gonna find out all this, uh, all the beef intelligence that we're bringing, with all the travels that we're about to do, with all the content we're about to deliver. This is a call to action to you. This is mission critical. I'm calling you out. And I'm going to get very, very stern this year. That's where I come from. I've been very nice and polite this year. I have no more patience for the propaganda. I have no more patience for the fear porn. We're going to give you the education. If you have ears to hear and eyes to see, you will. If you don't, I'm not going to deal with you. What we've got to do, we've got children's lives to save. Fatty liver disease, obesity, diabetes, heart problems. It's across the board. We know the issues. Now we're going to engineer the solutions on a level that nobody sees because I am a Texas slim. Okay, 
let's get into podcasting 2.0 correct that's what we are if you guys have not downloaded the fountain app yet would you please go download the fountain app it's really easy we're getting all kinds of great basically um i would say donations the donations have been fantastic um I have to look here and see where my little thing is. Y'all just hang with me. I'll get to it soon enough. What we're doing is we're looking for everybody that basically stacks and streams sats. And so the wonderful thing about this is that it's usually given to me by my team and they let me know who, who should I be calling out this week? Well, I found it. <laughs> and I'll never have bifocals here, folks. So anyways, I'm going to read off some names, okay? And everybody that's been donating to the I Am Texas Slim Foundation, thank you so much. You're wonderful. Uh, Jason appreciates it. I appreciate it. It's fantastic that everybody's starting to find out. We're going to ramp that up, man. We're going to really get that to where we can give out 10 grants a year. That's $100,000. So we haven't even started yet, but we're getting there on this first grant. So you guys go to the donation page, beefinitiative.com forward slash donate, give it, go straight into the foundational trust. It's nonprofit, it's tax-free, all that kind of stuff. You donated in 2022, tax-free, 2023, tax-free, no excuses. Don't give it to the Melinda and Bill Gates Foundation. Do you know that they got richer? You know, they got on Oprah and they said, they're gonna give away all their money. You know that they're 10 times richer that they gave away that money. You know why they did it? Because they did nonprofits. Did you know that? Hmm. There's a lot of education coming your way. Anyways, I'm going to read out some stuff on uh, the, the podcasting 2.0. So hang with me, okay? What it is, we got, hey, TW Cattle, thank you so much, man. You keep on giving to us once, twice, three times. There you go. Sunnyside Pastures, 100 Sats, thank you. Bruce Lang, thank you. Busted Canoe, there you are again. Bubba, 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 there you go. Bubba, he's a damn good friend. Do y'all know Bubba? Look him up, Cool Beans on Twitter. Be friend, Bubba. He's driving back and forth across this nation. That's what he does, back and forth. Talk to him for a while. Reach out to him. Follow him. He's smart. He's a good friend. Bubba, thank you, Bubba. Thank you, Bubba. Thank you, Bubba. Uh, Nurse Wang, awesome work. Keep it up. That's what we like to hear. Uh, here's another one. Bruce Lang again. Keep up the good work. Interesting stories. You damn right there. Or maybe I'll close this one out with another story. Anyways, I feel like uh, I feel like doing that today because I'm going to have to get very focused. I'm going to tell you all another story. It's about a friend of mine. His name was Big Mike. Anyways, we got Bubba once again. Okay, here we go. We've got uh, agr Agrarian Contrarian. Okay. Met a fellow producer at a local Bitcoin meetup. I am encouraging him to join the Beef Initiative. And we're exploring ways to collaborate our efforts to keep our meat out of the cell barns and market everything direct to consumer action. God bless. Thank you, Agrarian Contrarian. Hey, Podcasting 2.0. Learn how to download the Fountain app, stack and stream stats, boost. You earn while you learn, folks. You earn while you learn. So take action. Okay, we're going to close this out. I told y'all I moved to Austin, Texas whenever I was 19, all that kind of stuff. Well, I had a plan. And 
boy, I can go. I can ski. I can go vacation, beach, and everything. Well, you know, spring break, we're not going to be here. We're going to be over probably in Thailand or in Australia at that time. Well, this is a spring break story. Well, big old Mike came up to me one day and he said, hey, he goes, we're going to Mardi Gras. We are. Okay. Well, we don't have a car. I didn't have a car. He didn't have a car. His girlfriend had a car. It was a 1982 Impala. Long story short, we get the 1982 Impala and then here we go. We're off to Mardi Gras. We closed down the bar because we were waiting tables and bartending on 6th Street in Austin, Texas. And so we're stacking cash so we could go to Mardi Gras. He had a buddy and a friend. She lived in, uh, in, in New Orleans. She went to Tulane. Well, they, they had hooked up, you know, as far as, you know, lodging, all that. So it's pretty easy. We're not going to need that much money. We had 1982 Impala. So we're off. And so he drove first. I won the coin flip. So he gets to drive for about four hours on the other side of Houston. If y'all drive through Louisiana on I-10, okay, Louisiana, we're going to New Orleans. You say it like that, New Orleans. So we're going to New Orleans, Louisiana, I-10. I'll get occasion on y'all a little bit. But what happened is that 1982 Impala, well, Mike had drove, Big Mike is what I called him. He'd, he'd driven for a while. And what happened is that uh, he was tired. So it was my turn to drive. Where if you're driving close to Lake Pontchartrain there, you know, get all those swamp bridges and stuff like that. Well, I'm driving that 1982 Impala and all of a sudden it won't go no more. The engine was fine, but the transmission was gone. I knew it was gone because I grew up rebuilding cars and all that stuff. So we're stuck on a bridge. Well, all they have is those emergency call boxes. Well, we hit a call box and it wasn't too far. So I went ahead and hit tow truck. You have ambulance, you have police, you have tow truck. And so that was back in the day. And so all of a sudden this guy comes driving up 1955 type of tow truck, way ancient. And so he doesn't speak English, he's Cajun, he's speaking all kind of Cajun and everything, a little French to him. But anyways, he takes us a couple miles off that bridge and we end up in this little village called Cecilia, Louisiana. Cecilia, Cecilia, Louisiana. And there's one gas station there, there ain't much there. There's a bar, ah, you know, a couple of little small cafes and stuff like that. So we go down there and they have a transmission sitting right there on the ground right as we pull up and this is a gas station with two bays and i just kind of noticed the transmission well we start to talk to the owner he speaks english he says yeah the transmission's out we got the car on the jack and everything so and he said well you're you're in luck and we point to the back of the gas station there and guess what well there's a 1982 impala that got totaled a couple of weeks before he pulled the transition out and he was going to sell it he goes, well, you're in luck. We have a transmission. It's about eight o'clock in the morning. And I said, how much? He said, $150. I said, get it done. Then I said, is there any place to get a beer around here? It was 8.30 in the morning, I think. And so he said, okay, well, we'll get you loaded up. We'll get your transmission put in. He gets the guy that picked us up in the tow truck and he gets us loaded up. And he says, don't let them spend all their money. Remember, we were young. We were in our young 20s and all that kind of stuff. Well, we, we're going and he takes us up and there's a bar and it's like a metal bit, barn build building type thing. There's old man picking up beer cans in the, uh, in the parking lot. They were just closing down because it was Louisiana. It's called Nook's Bar and Grill. Well, we met Anthony, Cecil and Anthony were two buddies. They were lifelong friends. They were both in like their 60s at that time. 
And they basically, well, they were cooking wild rabbit out back and they welcomed us with uh, open arms and we started drinking eight ounce Miller Lights and they started serving up some Cajun rabbit gumbo and we were just having a good old time. And oh, Anthony looked over at my big old buddy, Mike, and he said, hey, you look like John Elway. So anyways, we go, okay, that's, that's cool. Cause he did, he had a big smile. Big Mike had a big smile, just like John Elway did. And they looked a lot alike. They really did. And he was big. He was big Mike. Anyways, so he gets us in his truck. It was like a 1955 cool Chevy kind of step side. Anyways, he takes us and we're going down this dirt road. And we're like, where are we going, man? Where's he taking us? Anyways, he takes us and all of a sudden there's a restaurant. It was a fantastic restaurant. It was like a Cajun seafood, crawfish, shrimp, all of that kind of good stuff. Oysters. And right before we get to the front door, he goes, look at Big Mike. He goes, you're John Elway. And Big Mike, he's all kind of buzzed at this moment, point in time. He said, okay. Well, he he gets, and he goes, you're John Elway. And I said, well, who am I? And I, was, I know I am. I'm his college buddy. So John Elway and the college buddy walked through those doors at that Cajun seafood restaurant out in the middle of basically Sicilia, Louisiana. And all of a sudden, Anthony goes, et toi, John Elway. And everybody looks over and they're like, oh, oh. <laughs> so Big Mike gets to start acting like John Elway. I get to be his buddy from college. John Elway lost the Super Bowl that year. And so we were road tripping across the United States. That's what the story was. Anyways, we're sitting up at the bar. They get us a table and everything. Every free drinks are coming in. They're bringing menus over. Big Mike is signing autographs. Uh, we're eating all kinds of big smorgasbord of a Cajun delight. Got little... Uh, alligators that are running around on the swamp bridge out there, the swamp decks, and we're just having a good old time. I took pictures that back then it was Polaroid. For years, John Elway sat on that wall of that bar and grill. Can't even remember the name, but it was in Sicilia, Louisiana. I'm sure Anthony and uh, Cecil are long past, but uh, that was a fun time. Then we went off to uh, Mardi Gras, and then we went skiing. Anyways. I know how to travel, folks. I know how to go have a good time. It's time to take ownership of these lives, especially these children's lives. So they, as in they're in their 20s, they can go off and they can go have an adventure with Big Mike, maybe John Elwell. I don't know. You're in control. These kids are powerless. What roadmap are you going to create for them? I am Texas. So thanks for tuning in. Are you?